orgasmic enlightenment where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. The Cock Whisperer, an ode to some of the cocks I've loved before. My love of cock goes very deep. My unbridled adoration of the male reproductive organ usually transcends anything any man who has ever been with me has experienced before. I love up these cocks so wild and so hard that they forget who they were and are self-realized into who they truly are. Yes, I believe it is my duty to self-actualize every cock I come into contact with. I didn't always love cock. I mean, I liked it well enough, but I didn't know I could truly love it or fall in love with it. So when I see magazine articles and YouTube videos with blowjob tips, I think, hmm, I mean, technique can be helpful. Everyone likes to throw a new maneuver into their game, but the heart and soul of cock love and its life-changing power comes from within. The turning point for me where my cock-like blossomed into cock-love was with a particular partner, Michael. I was madly, deeply smitten with Michael, mind, body, and spirit. I loved every inch of him. And it was during one particularly expressive oral sex session that I found myself in a cock frenzy, a trance of cock. I was all-consumed. I was totally out of my mind in my body, in my mouth, no thoughts, just pure, frenzied, wild lovemaking to his cock. Time went by like it was nothing. 45 minutes, an hour, 90 minutes, who knows. <laughs> from, from that day forward, I could not get enough of his cock. I couldn't walk by without at least stroking it or dropping to my knees to put it in my mouth. I was in love. I mean it. I was in love with Michael and I was in love with his cock. I had two distinct relationships going on, one with Michael and one with his cock. I missed them both when they weren't around. When we broke up, I was devastated to have lost Michael and perhaps even more to have lost his cock. I mourned them both. After that, my affinity for cock had taken on a life of its own. And like with Michael, they had relationships of their own, me and the owner of the cock and with the cock itself. I began to see the life-changing effect that this cock love had both on the man and on his cock. If women are insecure about their breasts or other body parts, for men, the epicenter of their insecurity is their cock. And like how women internalize their unresolved issues around sexuality and femininity in their vaginas, their breasts, their reproductive organs, men do the same. They internalize their own self-doubts, traumas, and negative experiences about their sexuality and their masculinity into their cocks. 
This can all be healed through devoted cock love. Fast forward and I met a man who told me that he was an orgasmic. And at the time, I didn't even know what this meant. <laughs> so he explained that it meant that he couldn't have an orgasm. And this was apparently labeled as a clinical condition. Hard as he tried, he'd have sex for hours and he just could not come. That's awesome, I said. Imagine that, a guy who could fuck me for hours nonstop. This wasn't the reaction he usually got. He said that women threw things at him in frustration and felt insulted that he wouldn't come. I was incredulous. This was my dream scenario, nonstop fucking. This guy had a gift, except that with me, he did come. First time in years. Why? Because I loved and accepted his cock like nobody had ever loved and accepted it before. I gave it so much love that it forgot about all of its problems and worries and it just gave in to the moments of adoration and it began to love itself and come into itself. And then there was, let's call him B, who was quite well endowed by anyone's standards, but no one had ever loved his genitals, least of all him. And when we were first together, he haltingly asked me about his genital size, and I assured him, kind of in a puzzled, baffled way, that he was gorgeous and colossal. And his already well endowed but not fully occupied cock began to grow. Right. So when he was when he met me, he was only part partially occupying his cock and therefore only partially occupying his erection. But I adored his cock night and day. I pushed back appointments to be with it. I <laughs> fell to my knees, as I said, to give it lavish love and attention. His cock lit up my vagina and it lit up my world. I was in love with it. And he then fell in love with his cock too. Soon he was strutting around the house, fully erect, naked, proud, leading with his cock. He was owning his cock. He was owning his sexuality and his already gorgeous cock. His erection grew another half an inch and his confidence grew much more than that. With a fully occupied cock, he was now able to fully occupy me. And this is what a woman deeply wants, to be fully claimed and occupied without apology, with fierceness and with love. So yes, my love's cock love grows cock and it grows a couple of things. It grows the actual cock size and the size of a man's confidence. I have seen cocks grow anywhere from a few millimeters to half an inch and even a full inch in length and girth. As these cocks now occupy their fullest potential, they self-actualize. Carl Rogers, the American psychologist, referred to the idea of self-actualization as, quote, the curative force in psychotherapy, man's tendency to actualize himself, to become his potentialities, and to express and activate all the capacities of the organism, end quote. Or, as I might say, to express all his capacities of orgasm. Same, same. For a person to be truly self 
self-actualized, he or she needs to be living in a life that fully incorporates their sexuality and their sexual energy into everything they do. You've heard me speak over and over again on how sexual energy is life force energy, the creative energy that is your source of reproduction and who you are. This is the essence of you. And if you aren't tapping into it, you are living, operating at a deficiency. The deepest parts of you, your literal fluid and energetic essence is not then being birthed into the world. And this leads to all sorts of problems from fukme, both men and women can have fukme, to loss of erection, premature ejaculation, to lackluster relationships and failed marriages, to career and financial woes all because you aren't fucking enough and in a way that allows the deepest parts of you to come out. Truly loving up the cock allows the man to own this part of himself, this part that is often criticized and projected upon as being evil and destructive, as the essence of his toxic masculinity, of the male propensity of violence towards women. No wonder most men don't truly own their cocks. They don't dare. But you, ladies, can help him to dare and fill him up with so much cock love that in in turn, he fills you up with it. Our genitals are the essence of who we are. When we fully own and inhabit them, we own and inhabit our whole beings. We show up in life in an entirely different way with our whole selves and our whole power. Women, the best gift, apart from the ever-readiness of every orifice, this utter availability that you can bestow upon the cock is your total devotion. Like I said, technique is helpful, and I have a plethora of physical cock love and cock whispering techniques to share. But if you don't love the man and the cock, your hours of cocksucking and straddling is always going to be lackluster. The absolute, all-consuming, I will do everything anything for that man and his cock love that helps a cock to self-actualize comes from within. I saw years ago at the very beginning of my coaching practice that if a woman didn't want to suck her man's cock, no amount of tips and tricks in the world made a fuck of difference if she didn't want his cock in her mouth. So I realized that that's where I needed to focus on organic cock love, being true to the moment. Technique could always come later. It's like the difference between going to a big pop star concert where every single Step and every hand motion is choreographed and then repeated every night after night after night. Or even worse, it's canned, lip-synced, pre-recorded music. And actually, that's a great metaphor. <laughs> Moving your lips around, but nothing real is coming out of them. It's boring as shit. Or, you know, you could go to see live music really organically live. Years ago, I went to see the legendary Chan Marshall, aka Cat Power, and I had read, she's, I think she has one of the most gorgeous voices on the planet and beautiful, tender, heartfelt, incredibly moving songs. And I had read that she often had emotional breakdowns on stage. And so I was intrigued. True to prediction, she did exactly that. This was one of the most live, raw, and beautiful shows I've ever seen. All of this in-the-moment, liver-than-live poetry flowed out of her. And she stopped 
in the middle of a song to stop and she talked to some of her band members and then she just switched songs because you know she wasn't really feeling that one so this was so truly raw and real there wasn't a hint of faux performance bravado about her it was captivating So when you are in tune with your deepest self, your sexual energy, and you own your desire and vulnerability all at once, you are an unstoppable lover, the best cocksucker and fucker that ever was. The fuck poetry just flows out of you, and this is what I teach people to do, to find that place in themselves where the fuck flow runs deep, and that is what makes them have the best sex of their lives. flicking tutorials? I mean, sure, why not? But really, really what you need to do is to connect with the most primal, vulnerable part of you, and then you fuck yourself and your partner to smithereens. So the legendary woman who is insatiable for cock. Here's a quote from Robin. She was is one of our all-stars. And she says, the last lover I was with told me I gave him the best sex of his life, the best head of his life and the best hand job of his life. He said, words. You fucked the words right out of my brain. I mean, you look real and you feel real, but this can't be real life. Nobody has this good sex for hours and hours, day after day. You're kind of exhausting. She says, uh, you're welcome. Do you ever try and complain to your buddies at the fire station about your problems? (laughs) All right. So let's hear from another well-fucked all-star. Well fucked, all stars! Sylvie has taken all of the Anami salons, the entire library full, and she is here today to share about her experiences with cock love, growing cock, and how cock can physically transform and heal through being adored. Welcome, Sylvie. It's wonderful to have you with us. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much for having me. So Sylvie has been an avid student. She's taken all of the salons, and today we're going to focus on her experience with the well-fucked woman and her journey to becoming an <laughs> a cock lover. So do you tell, Sylvie, tell us about your journey to becoming a cock lover and the transformations you experienced. All right. So your course was a game changer for me in the sense that I had never been connected with my body and I had never been fully aware when I was engaged in sexual activity with a partner. I was never actually present. I was completely shut off from my body and I was just there engaging in the act, but I was not actually feeling anything. And thanks to your well-fucked woman salon with my now husband, I was able to actually tune into my body have a relationship with myself and remove blocks and then that in turn provided for me to engage with my husband in a fully present way that has allowed me to be a true cock lover i would say so how would you describe your how you related prior and now. So I hear what you're saying about being disconnected or not fully present. So would that mean you were kind of going through the motions, but maybe not fully 
alive or, you know, when I talk about my shift, like I always liked cock, like I liked giving head, but then there came this turning point for me where I really fell in love with it and started to really worship it. And that's carried on since then. And that was a really marked change for me. And so how would you describe your before and after? And then are there any like highlight stories that you might share about the process? Yes, I would say that I always loved cock, but I was not, I was not engaging and appreciating it the way that I could. And so when you talk about um, that, the cock really knows when you are fully, mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I don't know your words exactly, but it's like when you're fully engaged and loving it. And so in my relationship with my husband at the time, um, when we were just dating, I was able to turn the corner with everything, like from how I how I engaged with his balls and his cock and touching him, every single part of him became sensual to me. And with that, his cock, it, like his cock was always beautiful and I always loved it, but it transformed more and more because it was picking up on, I think, you know, my positive energy towards it in a really engaged, present way. So you're saying that you, the cock itself showed changes? Yes. I, uh, so my husband was circumcised as I imagine many men his age have been circumcised in our society. And it was almost like he, the circumcision, circumcision was worn, like it was present in a certain way. It was, his cock Mm. is beautiful, but it was, there was like a line, like I could see. And through the love that, and healing work that we've done together, but also I think just like him being able to fully embody his cock, all of that has almost vanished, if that Hmm. visual can make sense to people. Um, It's like- Oh, you mean actually the visual line vanished? Yes, it's wow. no, it, there's no longer like a a line of okay here. It's yeah. more a constant gradient, like skin tone, yeah. all of that. Yeah. And so I don't know. You know, I think through my cock love, and we did do the couples salon together, and he did do the sexual mastery for men. So we, you know, there were multiple layers that yeah. were being worked on yeah. through the time through the years. Yeah. Uh, but well fucked woman was the catalyst and the like open the floodgates for both of us because I think he saw that like I was his mirror to like oh wow look at that work that she's doing that's amazing it's making changes in her life and then in our sex life and then he on his own signed up for sexual mastery for men on his own I love it because that's such a great example of when we do the work and focus on ourselves that we become this invitation or our changes start to look attractive or they start to they activate something in the other person where then they become interested in following along in the same journey yeah so tell us more overall then about your journey to becoming a well-fucked woman I grew up in a household where my father, there was, it was as if my, you know, there was this narrative that my mother didn't like sex for pleasure. She only liked sex to have children. And we have five. How did you know that? Like as a narrative, when you say that, how did you know? Mm, My father talked about it a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So he identifies as being uh, sexual, loving sex. And, (laughs) and my, you know, so many people they have their blocks they have their issues uh my mother was 
amazing, but she died of breast cancer. And so going into your salon, I had completely disengaged from my very large breasts, which you talk all about that. And it made so much sense for me. It was everything from the attention that I didn't want to then my mother dying of breast cancer and me being like angry at my own breasts for that. But then as far as the relationship with a man and sex, it was like my father always wanted to have sex, but she only wanted to have sex if it was around having children kind of a thing. And so it was like, well, you have sex with men because they want it, but it's not necessarily for me to enjoy. Right. And I never was able to show up and enjoy it until your work came along. Yeah, it's a very old school message, right? The duty sex, like the kind of housewife part of your job in terms of house cleaning and ironing and getting the kids to school is like dutifully having sex with your partner so that you can be a cum receptacle, you know? Like, right. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real imprint. So, um, well, you obviously hit a place where you took it upon yourself to throw yourself into this journey because you signed up for all the salons, right? And then you have a, you've manifested a partner who also then got on this journey with you. So what was the catalyst for you? And then what was your driving force, like to keep going and going and continually learn like that? It was, I actually, when I reflect back on the end of the Well-Fucked Woman Salon, I submitted a video for you have the hall of fame yes and looking back at the video it's funny because i'm actually very i'm still very i have like a i'm timid i'm i would say it's it's just interesting because i had felt such growth throughout the salon but compared to the ongoing work that i've done in the years with the information in that salon it's so beautiful now for me to be able to say oh wow look how much i've grown since then so i had I would say life changes across the board. It was everything from doing your salon and the work. All of a sudden I was seeing changes in manifesting the things that I wanted in my life. So that was the relationship with my partner continued to him proposing to me, to us finding a dream home to buy and being able to do the salon supported me and fully well, beginning to break through so many blocks that I've had from conditioning in my family and just in our society around repressing like any connection to my own body. And through the cock love, I was able to be more comfortable fully opening up and allowing my partner to be inside of me, come inside of me. And by, I feel like when you talk about, um, the cum diet mm-hmm. and the benefits of that. It was literally like, oh, you're right. I don't need to drink coffee. I can <laughs> just get through my entire day with the best energy ever between like some quality cum and some good sex, you know, like you name it. And every single thing was so beneficial and helpful for me. I love it. I love it. And I've heard you talk about the, I talk about the power of deep throating and all sex acts really to have much more deep impacts on us in terms of their metaphysical benefits. And I speak about cock in the throat, deep in the throat as a way to open and activate your voice. And so I know you've had some experiences with that. Do tell. I I come across to people as a confident vocal person, but I 
previously have had some struggles with finding my voice. And I found through deep cock love, I was able to confidently stand like in good footing with a much stronger voice. And I know like whenever I'm feeling insecure about anything, I just tell my husband, I need your cock. (laughs) (laughs) Like deep in my throat, you know, or you need to there break it open right so we have an on like and he he can pick up on it too where he's like oh <laughs> it's time like and oh I'm you're, always, you're seeming a bit uh you're seeming a bit quiet you're seeming a bit held back do you need my cock down your throat baby yes yes that's awesome um any other like oral sex blowjob orifice accepting experiences that you can share I would say the first summer of having well fucked woman in my life that that summer and up you know still has carried through of course I couldn't get enough cock deep in my throat <laughs> it was and just enjoying his balls enjoying you taught um, some brilliant massage techniques that he loved and I loved it was like a way of tuning in more with his body and like where he might be holding uh like stress and I think it's easy it can be easy in a fast-paced world for people to not slow down and take that time and so the the different layers like because obviously without the opening certain steps of getting to that place of opening like by hitting all those boxes it allowed for deep throating or anal to all of a sudden be really seamless and almost and like really so enjoyable but it was like what before would have seemed challenging all of a sudden with all of the internal work and the guidance provided by you was just a very natural flow and so by internal work you mean things like open communication trying to address previous traumas or issues within ourselves and the relationship that kind of stuff correct yes yeah so important yep And continuously still like utilizing your home play questions and different things has been, it's, it's just the best couples therapy at home. You, you don't need anything else. (laughs) That's amazing. So tell me then, because what I've noticed in my partners over the years is that when I, is that they've no one, none of them have ever really had their cock loved, you know, especially not the way I can love it. And, and so they've changed, right? The way they occupy their cog, their erections get stronger and bigger. They get more confident. So what kind of changes did you see in your man and his cock as a result of you bestowing all of this open energy and love on it? His cock definitely grew larger. Like whenever I was just giving so much, whenever I give so much cock love in general, now it's just like, okay, there's a much larger cock hanging there. And if there's ever a lack of communication in our relationship or we go through like 20, what a, even a short amount of time, I see it immediately and I'm like, oh, this is not good. I need to like, right. we have think, we have blocks to clear apparently. We have things we need to connect on and work through. And then we work through it and his cock is back to its beautiful, large, larger size. Yeah, full bodied size. And it is amazing to see that transformation and as well, like with that love, just having the, I feel like whatever kind of shame or anything that might've existed because of whether it was like a circumcision 
history or it could be there could be different things I guess for different people but having that disappear uh and yeah I definitely see it I'm smiling thinking about the the transformation because it's true I don't think a lot of men get to have their cocks truly loved no and I think it becomes this epicenter for this vilification of toxic masculinity right like that it sort of becomes internalized the way that women internalize their sexual repression their traumas their history their ideas in their genitals as well the vagina men do it in their cocks right whatever these beliefs are ideas about masculinity or their sexuality they internalize them in the cock and so the cock is this great barometer for and i love how you describe that where you can tell the state of your connection by the state of his erection. And if you are really deeply connected, you see this beautiful embodiment and full inhabiting of the cock. And then if there's not quite the level of authenticity or there's things hanging in the space that need to be addressed, then the cock doesn't quite occupy its full self or self-actualize. So these are really amazing things for people to understand about the genitals and about your relationship, that it's this ongoing living, breathing entity that directly impacts your sexual organs. Your sexual organs are like these you know, like I said, barometers, but think of like some kind of measuring device, right? That there, the truth shows up in them and in your bed all the time. Definitely. So you mentioned your breasts and let's just, I know we're talking about cock stuff, but I just wanted to touch on that because you brought it up. And this is something we address in The Well-Fucked Woman as well. There's like definite breast massage meditations and practices, but this can be a place where women don't fully step into their true power because they're feeling embarrassed or the breasts become this very obvious sign very early on for women of their sexuality and their, you know, as a sexual being. And so tell me about your transformation there. I, I, yes, I grew my breasts when I was, my breast came in when I was quite young, like 12, I would say, like a lot sooner than a lot of my peers. I had larger breasts and my sister was having a breast reduction around the time when I was growing my breasts. And then it was always, it was like that classic thing where I'd walk around town and there'd be like gawking from the man in the truck or uh, whomever, like, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, but then I, but I like to show my breasts. I like to wear tank tops or dresses and still I love wearing you know, I like to, I do love my breasts, but I definitely got to a place of completely disassociating from them, especially because my mother had died of breast cancer. Mm, And I thought this is just a, um, like these are a curse kind of a thing. And I was under this impression that, well, I'm, I have these breasts and now I'm probably going to die of breast cancer as well. And in your work, between the massage as well as like pretty much your work was the starting point for me of recognizing that I never have to go to a Western practitioner for a mammogram. I never need to go to an OBGYN again and have them tell me I'm high risk. And I was able to put my foot down and be like, wow, I do not need your narrative telling me what I should be fearing about my body. Right. So I was able to, through the breast massage, reconnect 
uh, provide them with love and allow also my partner to love them up in a way that I think I had definitely been like, oh, no, not my not my breasts. No, not the boobs. <laughs> um, but like, like now it's like, yeah, of course, let's enjoy them. Right. And so the and I, I still enjoy the work around like the breast work is still important for me, especially after um, having breastfed our child. I I I, they deserve love. They deserve mm. to be, you know, just given love, <laughs> just yeah. like a man's cock. <laughs> we- yes. Well, especially when they give out so much love with breastfeeding right. and then they need an equal amount or more to come back into them. Yes. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to share about your journey in general, your um, learning, shedding, evolving into a well-fucked woman? Uh, I just thank you for setting me on what is to me the right path that feels so good in my relationship sexually and with myself sexually. It's been a total uh, lifestyle changer for me and I'm just super appreciative. A woman who truly loves cock, who wants it in and all over her, who can take a cock deep inside of her and transform it is a magical thing of beauty. The stuff of legends, a goddess of love. This is the kind of woman men drop everything for and is the one that he does not let get away. A woman like this is so rare as an authentic, insatiable cock lover that a man will do anything and everything to please her and to keep this woman in his life. It's a kind of love and relationship and sexual connection he's always craved having and didn't know was possible until he meets you. So the whole process of unleashing that primal being is what the Well-Fucked Woman Salon is all about. Yes, I will give you some signature technical moves to dazzle him, but more importantly, I will ignite your cock love and set it on fire so that you can leave a trail of happy, hard, and self-realized cock in your wake. The Well-Fucked Woman Salon is open for registration. In this eight-week How to Live, Love, and Orgasm in a Female Body Education You Never Received, you will learn how to master the technical skills of oral sex, deep-throating, anal sex, and wild hand jobs, plus how to use the sex act to accelerate your personal growth and transformation. You will also learn to achieve the deeper life-changing vaginal orgasms, G-spot orgasms, cervical orgasms, anal orgasms, and more gasms. You can sign up at my website at kimanami.com under sexual savant salons and look for the well-fucked woman. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review. And send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off-the-charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.